1: Bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Welcome into The Drive
2: with A.D. and Raph. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornhuskers beat Miami. It is history. 13-0. And bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris
0: Rath.
1: 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches college football history
0: we may have seen one of the best teams in the history of
2: college football tonight brought to you by sand hills global on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket
0: everybody all right everybody we are back again this is the drive on 93.7 the ticket it's thursday ad we're about to have i'd say probably the most decorated Offensive lineman in the history of college football, and with us here in a couple minutes. Yeah, hey, I would say that too. I man. mean, his accolades are insane, and they're not even just not even just on the playing field. His academics, yeah, I, in the Hall of Fame for academics, three time All Big Eight, two time two time All American, two time Outland Award winner. The only one that's ever done that, by the way. Yeah, yeah. He
1: Dave did some things to where you still haven't seen uh, anyone do. You know from the center position for someone to dominate it remi- i would say the comparison remind me of a dominican sue on the opposite side of the ball yes. to dominate i mean control a game like that which were sue controlled the, the, the line dave did the same thing on the opposite side he controlled the line oh yeah which was just nuts you know to see someone do that in the mountain oh, you think of this remington rozier fryer turner gill and you throw in, obviously, Ricky Simmons and the other guys that were there. Uh, the, Roger Craig. Roger Craig. I mean, it was just nuts, uh, the talent they had there. So, folks, it's really it's a, it's a an honor and a treat uh, for us to have Dave Remington on the show with us. Dave, good morning, big bro. How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing well, guys. Good. Good to hear, man. Hey, hey how was the travels in from New York?
2: Well, I, we, we were here on Tuesday night. We got in about uh, 10 o'clock from uh, New York. We missed all the uh, the mess yesterday, so yeah, we were we were no problem. We got we got on in time, so it was pretty good.
1: Good to hear. Good to hear, folks. We have uh, Nebraska former center, all world, all American. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh gosh, stop!
0: <laughs> please, please stop! <laughs> I just got the other hand going. Oh, a little bit more. A <laughs> hey
1: day before I get into the award, the Remington Award that'll take place on Saturday night at the Rococo Theater here in Lincoln, Nebraska. Doors open at 630, and the award is given to the nation's top center in college football. It is the Heisman Trophy uh, for offensive linemen. It's an amazing award. It started back in 2000 with a, Nebraska's very own Dominic Riola being the first winner of that award. But, Dave, before we get into that, bro, man, you look like you can play tight end now.
2: <laughs> you know, I'm trying. Uh, I had to get my knees replaced, and mm. the doctors, uh, my surgeon said he wasn't going to let me get it done if I kept, I was, I was weighing around 350 and I said, well, uh, let me, uh, lose some weight. And, uh, here I am. i have kept it off, which is good. It, you know, the thing is once you can walk and you don't have the pain,
0: mm-hmm. I just
2: started doing a walking regimen, just like, you know, like I'm an old guy. So I just walk around the neighborhood, walk about two or two miles, two and a half miles a day. And as I've been able to keep the weight off. So it, it just got to a point where I could hardly do anything because I just you know the pain in my knees were so bad so mm-hmm. uh you know i'm doing the best i can and i'm you know i'm not going to win any races after for sure and my playing days are over so i'm just trying to now in the longevity phase you know i'm just trying to extend my my place here on earth as long as i can
1: <laughs> you know what dave we we on our show uh jeff and nicole coalescing, and you see me post a lot of pictures about ferrell's extreme body shaping and the owner the well but they're both co-owners husband and wife but Jeff Essink is a huge Nebraska fan. In fact, I don't even know if Jeff was born when we were playing. I mean, he might have been a little kid back in that mm-hmm. time. But he has a gym, and there's a lot of people. Um, it's a well, ten- I
2: see you. I see. I follow you on Instagram. Yes, I see your your photos where you guys, you and Raph, are both training and stuff.
1: Absolutely. And and Jeff and Nicole, this week, um, it goes through every ten weeks, new people. You know, I we and Raph have been going for years, but there's people who start every uh, every ten weeks a new course. I mean, a new class through it. Would be some word advice you would give those folks? there are four days in now. You said you, you were three. How much, Dave? Three fifty. Three fifty. Three
2: fifty. That's probably on a good day too. I was I was getting up there, you know, and I was like, you know, I just looked at it too. I said, you know, there's not a hundred. There's not a lot of sixty some year old guys are weighing three fifty. You know, I'm trying to, trying to get serious about this, and I and I just buckled down and started uh, dieting and exercising. You know, unfortunately, I can't lift like I used to because my shoulders just can't take the, the, the weight, mm-hmm. but, uh, you know, I can do the, the diet end of it as much, as good as I can. And then the, the, the walking, just getting out there moving, you know, after you get in the sixties, I think just you just got to keep mobile and keep moving, uh, and make that a lifestyle choice. So, uh, if I had any words of advice is just, you know, you, you, you get yourself armed for success you, you learn as much as you can and you know, you're going to have updates and down days. And you just got to keep persevering and pushing yourself through. You've got to get the workouts in. Mm. And some days, you know, like everybody, even the greatest athletes in the world, some days you just don't want to do it. But if you're serious about it and you want to make the change, if you're really serious about making that change, you gotta, you got to do things that nobody else is willing to do, and that's just putting in mm. the work. So mm. you got to just keep doing it. And uh, like I said, good days, bad days, it doesn't matter. you got to just put the work
0: in. You bet. I love it. I love it. I love it. So, Dave, I've got to ask you. I was thinking about this actually last night and this morning. I kind of live vicariously through your Instagram because you travel a ton. Where would be, like, maybe your top three places that you've ever been? I know that's going to be hard, but maybe a few that kind of stick uh, out. I,
2: I really like New Zealand. Uh, Milford Sound in New Zealand is one of the, my favorite places. Cape Town, South Africa is beautiful. Um, it's, it reminds me a lot of San Francisco. Um, uh, you know, it's just uh, in, back in the day, San Francisco, not like it is right now, but back in the day, it's very really beautiful. Uh, Antarctica was a place that was eye-opening because it was like going in another world. Um, there's so many great places. And I tell you what, I went, uh, I did on a national, uh, park uh, tour this, this summer. I was going down, I, I went to New York to the west coast and i went to burning man and did what i typically do but i drove instead of flu and then i just went uh to utah the big five in utah the national parks outstanding and i can see why we have so many environmentalists and climate people because it i tell you you go there and it's so pristine and it's really uh you know it's like the the the, the family jewels this of this uh of this country is the national park system and uh, going out there and seeing the beauty, and it just man, it just puts a big old smile on your face because you're seeing stuff. You're like, wow, this is. But I was kind of I was by myself the whole time, and, you know. And I intermix going to the national parks, the uh, campgrounds there, and I was doing boondocking at uh, WalMarts and and the Cracker Barrels and places like that. i just pull over the rest area, stop there. I mean, I I did it as cheap as I can, but I still because of the gas prices at that time was. It was tremendously expensive mm-hmm. going through. Cause I, I went through out of uh, Yosemite. I went up in Yosemite national park coming out of there, going into uh, uh, the desert. Um, and it was like, I, I paid like $9 and 29 cents a gallon for diesel. I was like, Oh, oh man. And, yeah. I mean, I, I I'd never seen it. You know, they kind of got you. There's nothing you can do. You're going into the desert. It's the last stop before you go into the desert. So, you know, I can I can be cheap or I can be safe and I'll just i just fill it up and you know take the hit. But uh what a great the whole thing is great. The Burning Man thing is great. Just seeing the country as much as I have, I've been very, very lucky. And I hope to continue to be able to travel. I've got uh I've got a trip planned in, in April that I'll be going over uh, a transatlantic cruise over to Rome wow. and I'll be uh probably spend some time in Florence. And I'm looking to, to do that for maybe a week or two after I, I land in, it would be about 15 days to get over there. And then about another week or two in Italy. So I'm looking forward to that. And that's about all I've got planned for this, this year, right? Unfortunately, my kids are at the point where I got to be, you know, I'm, I'm, I need to be locked in a little bit more at home. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Dave, you know, I, I love them and everything, but you know, I got to make sure these guys are doing what we're supposed to be doing too. <laughs>
1: Where's dad? Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> <He's
2: gone. laughs> Dave, let me ask
1: you this How much easier has it been for you to travel since you've lost the weight?
2: Oh, it's a lot. Easier. You know, I was always conscious of like a flying uh, economy because I it, it wasn't that I couldn't fit in the seat, but I felt like I was engulfing the next person. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, so I, I was like, "This ain't fair to this, this dude." You know, I'm sitting next to him all over in his lap. But, you, know, <laughs> you know, it makes it easier. You don't get to stare down like. You know, the, as you walk down the aisle, you don't get the walk of shame where people are looking at you. and You're, you're just right in the deck. You're going to sit right next to them. Right. You can see the relief in their faces. You walk by. <laughs> no, I don't get that anymore. So that's good.
1: You know? understand that feeling. It's fat shaming, what it is. But uh, let's, you know, let's be honest.
2: I, I always think about it as like force Gump. I don't have to deal with that anymore so far. So, uh, you
0: know, knock on wood, I'll keep the weight off. I love it. The old Forrest Gump walk when he's walking through the bus. (laughs) This seat's taken. (laughs) (laughs) It it was like
2: when you go to, I was going, I went to Devil's Towers because I drove 90 across South Dakota to Wyoming. And so I went to Devil's Tower and and I actually, I was amazed. I walked all the way around that that tower, that mountain thing. And that was, I would have never, ever done that uh, in the past. I mean, I'd, I'd be one of those things where I'd, walk up take a few shots and i always got some pretty good shots and stuff but i would never explore and now with with the weight off like i'm able to explore and that just makes traveling and hiking and because i i tell you there's a there's a former husker or mitch crank who mm. i just i just envy him because he he goes to the national parks and he was climbing doing all this stuff and uh you know so i was like I can do this now so uh you know it was kind of eye-opening that was cool i, I just I enjoy nature. I enjoy being out. I've lived in New York City for twenty years. I'm in Long Island. So anytime I can get and enjoy nature, man, it just it's just like uh you know, it's like sunshine all the time and it just kind of lightens up your mood and everything else and it's just a, a great release. Awesome.
1: You know, Dave, a lot of people don't know that you are an amazing photographer as well. In fact, Dave, you don't know this big bro, but when I uh over the years uh, just watching the pictures that you capture and, and, and they're just amazing you know I mean just some something on the concrete you know it's just up above a building of a tree or something like that when did your your affection for photography kick in
2: well when I started at the foundation um, there was you know there were two or three people there so I had to learn a lot of uh, photoshop stuff like that how to you know I just I just learned to do a, I was kind of self-sufficient how to take some of the photos how to do mm-hmm. the photoshop so after a while i got fairly good at it and then uh, we had some photo equipment some big cameras so i could just borrow them and take them take some shots around uh, i used to drive my bicycle from my my place in harlem down to 37 and i'd go through central park and i'd stop at the same spot all the time and i'd take the shot i'd take mm-hmm. the shot every day and I'd, and i'd get different weather conditions with clouds a lot of times when you're doing landscapes it's the you look at the up the upper third with the clouds if you've got clouds you've got a good chance if it's a fairly clear day that you're going to get a good shot and uh, a lot of people don't recognize that you know there's a lot of times where you you go out and it's just dull there's not much you can do with that photo you could probably turn it into a black and white but it's you know clouds just make the whole thing really i'm just telling you and, and uh, i would take that shot every day and i got pretty good at that thing and then I'd go to move the other things and I just I just loved it. I just mm-hmm. I think I've got a creative side that I didn't really know existed until I got into the Photoshop stuff and and the photography stuff. And it was a great excuse to get outside and take shots and, mm-hmm. and move around a little bit. You know, so I, I would get off my bike and, and explore a little bit uh, and look for waterfalls. They got the little they have the little falls. I wouldn't call them waterfalls, but they have small falls in, in Central Park. Um, right, right where I lived in in uh, in the Harlem area, in the Harlem near area, in the northern part of Central Park. Nice. Um, so I just I just I just enjoyed it. I said, you know, I can create some stuff. And and, and after a while, people would ask me to take the picture. And every time I went on a trip, like I went to Antarctica, I got some decent shots of, of uh, you know, icebergs and 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 penguins and things like that. And, and you know, it's just. I just, I think it's a great, if you like to travel, man, you should learn, learn to take some, you know, to, to do the photography part of it. Mm-hmm. It's, just, it's just a great way to remember stuff, too. Especially when you get, you get you're get you an old football player, you forget, you can't remember your combination. I mean, it's just a great way to, to kind of remember where you've been and where you've done, you know, the things that you saw. And when you put it all together, and you get a you know a couple months of stuff, it's like wow! I've I've been to a lot of places, and I take a lot of shots. Mm -hmm. So you know, you you can get to a point when in your life you're like, well, I don't know how long I'm going to be around. I want to go see stuff and do stuff and just enjoy it as much as I can. And that's basically what I've been
1: doing. Dave, you got an amazing picture that you took um, on your Instagram, December seventeenth in Yosemite Park. That picture is insane, bro! That looks like a painting. What is it? Yosemite National yeah. Park, it's like a, just a mountain range, Uh trees oh, okay. and everything else.
2: Yeah, that's like with, uh, I was going through, there was one was going through the tunnel, and you go through the tunnel, and there's Half Dome, and there's uh, all these uh, formations, granite uh, mountains, and it was just beautiful. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I was, I'm telling you what, my, and, you know, the whole time I was doing the National Parks, I just could not believe the beauty at, at these places. And you'd have to go there and you're just like, wow. Mm-hmm. I'd shake my head. I'd like, man, I'm so lucky to be able to do this. Right. Awesome. And, you know, it's just I just try to take advantage of whatever opportunities I get to do stuff, to do different stuff that most people don't want to do. Like the Burning Man thing. Yeah. I get friends of mine going, why in the world would you want to go sit in the desert, in the hot desert for, you know, seven days? But they don't understand that it's not the, the crazy parties. I'm much too old for that, but I do like... <laughs> All the art installations. So there's so much art in the in the Burning Man thing, mm-hmm. and the, uh, the the things that they build, the temples, the and, and all the, the man itself. There's so many opportunities, and you get to learn. Okay, uh, like the, every morning I get at, at five o'clock in the morning, to get sunset, sunrise shots, and then at sun and sunset shots. Not so good because of the mountains back there. They they go pretty fast, but uh, it is that thing I've been going. This was like my seventh time to Burning. Man. People wow. in the world, they think I'm some kind of, like, party mushroom guy or something. I'm like, <laughs> no, man. Party mushroom if I, guy. If I was like a drug guy, I'd have been dead long. Yeah. long ago. <laughs> We're God. taking it back to the 70s, man. They got, they got people stumbling, fumbling, and bumbling around, you know, burning, man. I guarantee you, people that stay up all night and they're partying and doing their thing. But I have nothing. I, I mean, I'm, I'm as pretty lame as you could be when you get there. But I just love taking the shots. And there's so many, so much stuff. And the people themselves are... Are worthy of taking photos if 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 they allow it. Some mm-hmm. people get all out of shape. Dave. You know, they're walking around half nude, and you're like, "Well, you know, you shouldn't take a picture of me. <laughs> you, know, you shouldn't be walking around half nude." <laughs> <laughs> it's,
1: it's,
2: it's an interesting part of what we're doing. You know, you know, uh, you know. But I mean, it's a fun thing.
1: It's <laughs> awesome. Uh, it's a blast. Dave, you got a guy here, uh, Bubba, that texted in. He says, "Dang it, Dave." The motivation to work out has kicked up a notch, so you definitely still impacted people. Bubba, keep going strong. Dave, if people want to follow you, we got plenty more questions. But if somebody wants to follow you on Instagram, if you okay with me giving out your Instagram handle?
2: Oh yeah, yeah, no problem, no
1: problem. Absolutely, folks. If you want to follow Dave on Instagram and look at his travels and photos, etc., it's D Remington. It's D Remington, and that's R I M, I N G T O N D Remington. The letter D, and then Remington. Dave, I want to get this out the way right now because I'm gonna be practicing it. <laughs> Raph, you know where I'm going. I, I know,
0: I know where you're going. It's gotta be. It's gotta be Olu Oluwakimi. Oluwakimi. I will
2: screw that up because you know I'm a nervous wreck when I get up there. Anyway, I'm not a hey. speaker. I'm telling you, if I was, if I could speak halfway decent, I'd be, I'd be the president of the United States. <laughs> I mean, I'm telling you, I cannot. I go up there and I go. Why does anybody want to listen to me anyway? You know, I got nothing much to say.
0: I think but, I, uh, I think I, I messaged you know, it's part
2: of Being an offensive lineman, you know, there's not much words going to do. But I, you know, I, I definitely you know, recognize people. But uh, I never felt like that was a gift that was that was a natural thing for me. And I, and if, if I would have had a little more courage, I would go out there and do more of that stuff. But uh, now that's never been my cup of tea.
0: I think I messaged you right after the announcement that he'd won, and I said, looks like you and AD are going to have a little bit of work to do, proxing <laughs> yeah. that name.
2: If, if in doubt, just call him Olu. I think he'll respond well to that. That's
0: so, nice so Dave,
1: it's Olu Oluwotemi? Oluwotemi, yeah. Yeah, Olu Oluwotemi. I literally recorded it last night on my phone. <laughs> I'm, I'm being – because Dave, Remy. Work.
2: I think they've got it on – if you go to their, their website, the uh-huh. Michigan website, they, I think they have him actually saying his name. Somewhere I've I heard
1: that before, but all the way Timmy, all the way Timmy, me at the end, all the
2: Timmy, like I Timmy Turner. <laughs> like up there, I, I gotta believe that we wouldn't be the only ones. No, yeah, no,
1: teams. Dave. What's hilarious, man, every year, and I want people to kind of know, you know, Dave Remington played in a time when I was just a kid, you know, and he was. my You remember my other brother, Mark Davis? Mark was the equipment manager with Gene Huey. Uh, in the locker room. And so when I, was, when I first started going down the stadium, Dave was on his way out, okay? And um, Todd Kelphy, big shout-out to the, the entire Kelphy family. This is 22 years ago, okay? Uh, Todd Kelphy goes, I got a speaker for you. Could you. They were looking for a speaker. And at the time, one of the taglines was um, the Enthusiator. Remington goes, who in the hell's the Enthusiator? <laughs> <laughs> I don't, know, I don't know what to do. You know,
0: what is going to do? <laughs> but, you know, we have
2: been, have been friends ever since. Uh, I mean, I, you know, I, we we love to have you come in and do this. It, you know, we really appreciate it. I mean, it's so it's so good. I mean, I just like the best thing that Todd has ever said. Hey, to me. I'm like, hey, Todd, this is great.
1: That was in so, 2001, okay. and I'm I'm thinking about this. I've done it. Every year, with an exception of COVID, obviously we had to do it virtually uh, yeah. that year. But Dave, I was last night. I was going through all the names: La Charles Brentley, Romberg, of course, Jake Grove, who received the the Ford Award, which we want to talk about Wilkerson. I go on and on, Dave. All those. I remember me and you backstage every year. AD, say this quick as you can, because I'm going to go back and sit down. <laughs> so do your thing and get me the hell off the stage. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Brother, you got this stuff. I can't do this.
1: Yeah,
2: unfortunately, it's, it's, it's a curse I have. I did not do that stuff. I don't like it. Well,
1: you know, Dave, I want to talk more about, first of all, Bob, we've got we to bring a few more minutes. Ago. I, I want to really dive into um, why the award started and also the Ford Award and what these proceeds go to um so Dave you have a few more minutes to hang out with us sure you sure. bet we're gonna go to break is that right Bob we're gonna we're gonna take a quick break and folks we gonna be back with Dave Remington uh the greatest lineman uh and not just Nebraska's great college football history he won't say that but we all know the numbers anytime you were a center and according to two years ago he was rated I think number 45th best player ever in college football history that is insane folks we're Dave day from former nebraska center we'll be right back here on live on the drive with ad and raf this is a 30 second stereo radio for trade school in the home depot spot code yhtf d r g a zero spot title project planning homeowner 101
0: so you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own let's make a plan